Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Good morning, happy Wednesday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Swords in early break, full show ahead, lots to get to, Sean Callahan next segment to the mailbag at 645, get your questions into early break 937 at gmail.com, Sipple is also, also, a surprisingly very busy day in the NFL yesterday, Because oh, of my that. god, the amount of trades that went down, I've never... It felt like the NBA or MLB trade deadlines. Those ones are always crazy. The mm. NFL usually has one or two. There was like eight or nine yesterday. Why don't you sprinkle a few of them in? Bradley Chubb going from Whoa, the, Cleveland? No, that's Nick Chubb. Oh. <laughs> that's okay. his cousin. My brother, fumble cousin. right out of the gate. Bradley fumble Chubb, on the first play. The, the uh, good pass rusher from the Broncos is going to my Miami Dolphins for a first-round pick and a fourth-round pick. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, Naheem Hines is a going from the Colts to the Bills. I saw Chase Claypool is going from the Steelers to the Bears. A lot. There's more than that. I'm trying to think what else is out there. That's trades. good for now. Just sprinkle that, them yeah, in. That, that, show that's goes. a couple of them, though. So, the, so you're saying Nick that, Chubb. No, saying Bradley Chubb. Bradley Chubb. <laughs> Twice already. Two fumbles. The wrong Chubb. I fumbled on my first two carries. That's good. I'll be on the bench. Bradley Chubb. Yes. To the Dolphins for picks. Yep. Okay, there you go. That's idle chit-chat. Sponsored by Newton's Lawn Care here in Lincoln's contact today for 2023 services and uh, fertilizing aeration. The weather is really incredible. If you listen to today's weather report, which I dubbed in this morning, okay, it sounds like today might get to a record high. Whoa. I 79 or 80 degrees. I thought point. yesterday got to a record high. I think it was one off the... I think it was one degree away. It was a record in my truck. It was said it? 80 on my... Yeah, I think it, I think officially the high Lincoln got to was 79. 80 would have been the record high. It was 80 in my truck. Well, your truck is not always the most accurate thing. Today, potentially record high of 80 also. It's beautiful out. It's great, incredible. Great golf weather. Get out there and play. Did you play you golf can. yesterday? I did play some golf yesterday. Let me guess. Let me guess. Don't tell me. You played at the par three near, near your house. No. I played with our good friend Mike Schaefer at Firethorn. Oh, you did? And our good friend Tom Stevens. It was a great day. But I also worked during that time frame. You did? Yes, I was I was uh, really multitasking big time there. Really? Phone calls, emails, texting while I was playing golf. Nice. So we got to do sometimes. Yeah. Thank you for the question. You got out and enjoyed the weather. Yeah, I didn't play great for the first 14 holes. Then I birdied the last three holes. And so I shot an 80, which I'm fine with that. All right, let's talk turkey. All right, turkey. Turkey, a.k.a. football, 464-5685, call or text as always. You can watch and comment on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. The show is sponsored by Gaina Trucking. There's a lot of directions to go to start off the show because, Sip, there was a press conference yesterday as we have every Tuesday with Mickey Joseph talking about the game ahead with Minnesota and uh, I guess the health of Casey Thompson, who is now officially day-to-day, not not out officially for Saturday. Um, but he is day-to-day mm-hmm. at this point. Hasn't practiced yet for Nebraska mm-hmm. since the injury. So we'll get to that in a little bit. 
like that. Yeah. If you're watching the street on the stream, I'm moving my hands like a, a like b- like Barry bicycle. Gibb. <laughs> yeah. Like Barry Gibb. I am. Okay. After that, in the afternoon yesterday, there was a, a report out there that Arizona State, SIP, may have Mickey Joseph in their head coaching interest to per- pursue to pursue for that open job right now. Now, this could be a good job by Mickey's agent of, of forcing Nebraska's hand well, there's a and saying, hey, nope. hey, what it is. I'm, I'm giving you one side of it. Hey, Nebraska, figure it out or else he's leaving. He's not going to just stay on staff if you don't hire him as a head coach. But you believe there is a lot of depth to this. Oh, I don't know how much depth. Um, it wasn't that, though. It wasn't, you know, I'm very, I'm acutely aware of wh- how it went down. Um, and it wasn't an agent reaching out to Sean Callahan of Husker Online. It wasn't that. It wasn't an attorney in uh, <clears throat> Mickey's representation group. Nobody reached out. Um Sean got wind of it um and and checked checked it out and found out oh yeah yeah there there has been there's been there's been contact between intermediaries we'll just say so it could be leveraged you know it could be also leveraged by Trev's side to make Mickey look more legitimate Fair. in some people's eyes um I don't know but I, it's not. I mean, you could read it a lot of different ways. I mean, the most, I guess, the most informative thing to me beyond that, the the fact that he's in a wide pool. It's a wide pool of people that I think are that you know are involved in this. Wide, not very big names, by the way. And I'll I'll get to why. I'll tell you why there's not big names at Arizona State. Yeah. Um, or the Sun Devils. The most informative thing to me is that we got Mickey's representation group now. It's the Atlanta-based law firm Kilpatrick Townsend. Because um, there's some people that I've said that Sip he doesn't even have an agent. Yeah, he does. He has an, There's an agent group. Um, it's Kilpatrick Townsend out of Atlanta. Um, Sean's report was sort of interesting. Um, keep in mind, Mickey's representation group is atlanta based during the bye week mickey was in atlanta and phoenix recruiting (laughs) so he was in atlanta where his Mm. representatives are and phoenix where arizona state (laughs) resides but uh, but, uh, that just might be a that that could be you think that's just coincidence here huh yeah the the name that i mean i looked into it all yesterday the name that's coming up the most in this is Okay, I'm going to say the name, and you tell me where he's from. Kenny Kenny Dillingham. That's the name that's be, Kenny been. Kenny Dillingham. <laughs> got you. That's the name most prominent, the coaching name most okay, prominent. Is this a sitting head coach or not? No, no. Coordinator. Yes. Pac-12. I will not tell you that part. All Kenny right. Dillingham. Kenny Dillingham, of course, is at UCLA. That's a good guess. Oregon. Okay. And Oregon's having, you know, Oregon's having a big year offensively, 42-plus points. Um, he's only 32, Kenny Dillingham. That's a new name at, for early break. Kenny Dillingham's only 32. He's your age. Yeah, he is. I'm 31. My gosh. <clears throat> but he's got Bo Nix playing really well. Um 
through eight games, Oregon averages 42.4 points. They've moved this, past that first game very quickly. The Georgia where loss. Where we all talked about, well, Oregon's dead. But fire Dan Lanning now the, after one game. There's always these stats that make me sort of depressed about Nebraska. Here's one. Oregon has allowed one sack all season. <laughs> Come on. Nebraska has one sack per drive. <laughs> easy, <laughs> easy. So, yeah, I – I um. now, there's no doubt. Now, I don't know if I said it on this show or another show. There's so many damn shows around here. Now, this is the Bain one. <laughs> yes, repeat it on this show, please, or, or bring it up, reprise it. The, the – Mickey, this is perfect timing. If Mickey – I thought maybe it would be Colorado that it would come out that Mickey is a – like a candidate or he's on a list or somebody had contact, you know, it's perfect. I mean, this is the playbook. If you're his agent now, if I don't know if his age, I don't think his agent, like I said, I don't think his agent had anything to do with this. Um, this happened by chance. I can't get into how, but it happened by chance, but this is, I'm sure Mickey doesn't, my guess is Mickey doesn't mind because this is, this is, this is part of the playbook, you know, the quote unquote playbook. Yeah, it doesn't make Mickey look bad, you know. It only kind of legitimizes him. Well, it, and, it, and oh, go ahead. The go way ahead. it proves to me, then again, any anybody that at this point is still doubting his desire to be a head coach is just getting oh proven, yeah proven wrong day by day. Well, one thing we can definitely say publicly with great assuredness, and I know this for a fact, Mickey badly wants to be a head coach. Okay. Yeah. So this this whole concept. I know of, that for oh, a oh, fact. Oh, if we don't hire his head coach, he'll be here as an assistant. I mean, ah, maybe. I, maybe. No. If somebody and, else says. There's another thing away. I want to make clear. There's another thing I want to make clear to people. Mickey has no assurances that he'll be back here next year. There's none. There. That is a. You know what that is? That is that is fiction. That gets somehow got out. That oh yeah, he's got assurance. He doesn't have assurances. I know what Malachi Coleman said. Mickey has no assurances that he'll be back here. Okay, so many different things being fed to everybody. I know. Yeah, that's that's. He's fiction. been assured he'll be back. No, next year. he's not been assured of anything. That's what you heard. Though. Yeah, and how could you? I always say to people, how could you? Why would you think that if they hire Bill O'Brien? What What does Bill O'Brien have any tie to Mickey, and why would he commit to that? I mean, he might, he might like his recruiting ability. Well, yeah, but, sure, but to, but, but to force it on him is is yeah. yeah it's we like, don't come do on. that. Um. So, no, there's nothing like that. Also, I don't think Mickey has any idea what the parameters are here, what he has to do, you know, um, in this audition. Now, the Arizona State job, you don't see it. I mean, like Deion Sanders, you see his name attached to it. You even see Urban Meyer, the governor. The governor of Arizona tweeted that he would like to see Urban Meyer. Did he? Yeah, the, 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 the governor. I will get to that yeah, like to in, in that a second. Tweet. I will get to that in a second. I'll it find a, it. Yeah, the, yeah find a, it while I'm telling you yeah, why this job isn't all that desirable. Arizona governor, if you just yeah, I'm, I'm typing it. Google Arizona governor tweet Urban Meyer. Why is, why is this job all not all that attractive? Well, there's a pending, there's a in progress NCA investigation. Okay. In progress, NCA investigation. The AD is on shaky ground, and the Pac-12 is on shaky ground. This is a job for someone like Mickey, probably, or Kenny Dillingham, a 32-year-old. 
I don't think Urban Meyer's going to wade into that mess. I found the tweet. <clears throat> it okay, says one, a, one second. Pending sorry. NCAA investigation. I just want to know so you'll hear this. Pac-12 on shaky ground. AD on shaky ground with administration. Why would you want that? I mean, if you're if you're a big time name, why would you go there? Deion Sanders, why? Why would you do it? Well, he's getting mentioned in Auburn. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and don't – I know what you're going to do. Well, Sip, I mean, it's a beautiful area. The weather's great. Yeah. It is a beautiful area. The weather is great. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Okay, the you're Arizona right. governor – It's a governor the, candidate. Candidate. Okay, candidate. Carrie Lake. Carrie Lake. There's the name. Carrie Lake, who is a governor candidate for Arizona. Now, says, I will preface this by saying this tweet makes no sense, but go ahead. It has a picture of Carrie Lake with a young Arizona State fan, maybe your son or, or somebody with the big foam finger. It says, it's time to make ASU great again. I'm all in on hiring Coach Urban Meyer as head coach of Arizona State football. Let's instill a winning tradition and make this more than football. Let's make this the start of a legacy. That was the start of a legacy. Start, that was, I didn't understand that. That was a tweet. Uh, that was actually mid-October from yeah. Kerry Lake. So Herm was fired in mid-September. Herm and Herm's going to ESPN again. Yeah, Herm and Edwards. To surprise nobody at all. Yeah. So there you go. There's the rundown. What questions do you have? Uh, my question would be this in terms of the legitimacy for Mickey as this month goes on. Is it important for him to win football games to stay as a candidate at those schools? Yeah, that's a good, that's a good it's a question. Fair, yeah. It's a fair question for Nebraska. It's yeah. a fair question for Arizona State yeah. I or think Colorado. He, I think Mickey probably labors under that illusion, um, and I think that's probably accurate. I think this game's important. For that, I mean, again, Minnesota. We, yeah, if if Nebraska finds a way to win three of the next four games and gets to a bowl game, there, there's no doubt Mickey Joseph is, is certainly probably going to be somewhat not somewhat of a hot candidate at at these schools. Not not Auburn, but Arizona State possibly, Colorado possibly, yeah. and Nebraska. Don't you think his brother enhances his chances in both those cases, Arizona State and Colorado? Vance, well, if, if you're saying he's going to. Be at those schools? He's going to join him? Well, Vance... Vance still has a job as a defensive but, coordinator but with just, the Cardinals. But just Vance's cachet in that area. He's, he, he's the, yeah, he's the defensive coordinator for the Arizona Cardinals. His name's out there all the time. You know, Vance has worked in both Denver <clears throat> right. and in Arizona. What I'm saying is Mickey benefits from having a brother who's been a NFL head coach and NFL coordinator. That's all I'm saying. Don't, don't you think? I think that probably helps. Mm-hmm. If you Let's get some calls. That, convince that coach to join you also. No, it's not even that. I'm just but saying just would, because he's would, his brother. Help yeah, it enhances his profile, name recognition, credibility, those things. Let's get some phone calls. 402-464-5685. You can hear us. You're on early break. Who do we have? Go ahead. Good morning, fellas. How whoa, are you? Whoa. You know who Vince. this is. Vince whoa, Vince. Vince. Valley, Vince. West Coast man. Vince, nice to hear from you. Hey, always always nice always nice to talk to you guys. But um, a couple of things, really. Uh, as, you know, well, as far as Mickey's name emerging as candidacy, I mean, I, I agree this definitely benefits Mickey. And in a roundabout way, I think it kind of benefits Nebraska a little bit because because of you know how because of how how the program has been specifically the last five years, and also given the fact that we've been through so many changes over the last twenty years, there's this perception that 
you know, Nebraska, you know, how desirable of a place, you know, is Nebraska, even with all the resources. So I think, I think it benefits Nebraska as well as Mickey. But uh, to your point, though, Sip, about um, <clears throat> Arizona State and the attractiveness of their job, well, you're right. I mean, they got an NCAA, a pending NCAA investigation, and the Pac-12 is on shaky ground. But I would also argue that even in perfect times, when they don't have an NCAA, pending NCAA investigation, and even when the Pac-12 was on stable ground, I look at it like this. I mean, because they've always had a great recruiting area, you know, as far as populous, and plus the Phoenix area continues to get more populous because of you know, especially with more Californians moving out and, and relocating to places like that, that's increasing the populace. But also, um, <clears throat> but also, it comes down to this. Even well, and I would even say this for the Colorado job. You're also buried in a pro sports market. Mm-hmm. So when are you ever going to be ticket number one in those particular markets? And I also want I, w- I want to follow up on something that you guys were talking about yesterday. You know, from a uh, well, just from a recruiting standpoint and, you know, Nebraska chasing Ohio State, they're chasing Iowa, they're chasing this school, they're chasing that school. Um, to me, regardless of whether you're, a, you know, a big-picture guy of chasing Ohio State and beating the other guys on the way there, or if you're a one-step-at-a-time kind of a guy, I think the one question that begs is, okay, what kind of a program does Nebraska want to become from a recruiting standpoint? Well, for one, we're not going to become a program that is going to have a bunch of five stars like Ohio State. But if I'm reading Trev right, and I'm reading uh, you know various other people right, I think the identity that Nebraska wants to develop, and I'm not talking so much from a results perspective. I'm talking from an identity perspective. Is be, you know, try to be like Wisconsin, Iowa, um, and Minnesota, but be a much better version of that. Okay. That's, that makes that, sense. That's kind. Of, that's that. That's that's kind of that. That's kind of as I'm reading the tea leaves. That's where I'm getting. And speaking of Minnesota, I don't know if you know this or not, but they're coming to town. I do know that. Now, I, 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 and I don't know if you know this or not, but there's a lot of people that don't like PJ Fleck. I do know. You want to know something? You want to know something? I say to this. I say to Minnesota. I say to PJ Fleck. I say to this. I don't want to row the boat. I don't want to rock the boat. I want to capsize the boat. That's what I want to do. I want to capsize the boat. And you want to know something? We know we don't like him. So if we can't get him out, we might as well get it out. Let's go. <laughs> something the way he said capsize the boat just made me clap. I want to capsize the boat. That was a wrinkle. That was a new one. Yeah, that was That's a why wrinkle. I was laughing because I had to put that one. I want to capsize the boat. I want to row the boat. I want to capsize yeah. the boat. All right, Vince. Thank you. Vince, that was a treat. Anybody else on the line? Let's check. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. We had another call on hold. Are you still there, caller? Who do we have here? You betcha, Steve. All right. Jake. All right. Good All morning right. to you guys. This is great. It's Chris at the Baldwin Show. This is great. I, you, I, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sitting here, Steve, in the parking lot, just pulled in, watching a freight train going by up here on the uh, 33rd and Cornhusker. Happens a lot, doesn't it? Happens a it lot. It does. Yeah. It does. We spend a lot of time at this trotsing over here. Well, but, uh, hey, uh, Steve, Jake, I got a question for you guys. Now, up here with with the 35 guys that we got up here, you know, it, I, I tell you, the Mickey Joseph thing 
I think there's about maybe a quarter or a third of them are, are on the Mickey Joseph train. Uh, the the rest are kind of spread around. Um, you know the word. There's a name that they that I keep hearing up here. That's it's Dave Aranda. But I you know who knows? I, I you know a month from now, December second, we may know who our head coach is. But you know what? I I I don't know. I I think they're keeping this thing quiet and close to the vest. I don't know. It, it's just it's crazy, but uh, um, this coaching search that we kind of get lost in it and forget about the season itself. But um, I, hey, guys, I'm I'm still in the in the boat that there's one guy that could probably shoot a a, a bunch of adrenaline into this program. And that's Urban Meyer. Now, do I think we're going to get Urban Meyer? No. You know, I, I, I think we need somebody that can turn it around pretty quick here because uh, let's face it, face it, guys, patience is either grown thin or it's gone. You know, um, I talked to a lot of ticket holders up there around me, the ones that, some of the ones that aren't corporate seats up there in the West Balcony in the club seating. And, and you know, it, it it's, Patience really is getting thin and, and pretty much gone. But uh, uh, Steve, Jake, now if, if I was to ask you guys if you thought Mickey Joseph was going to be the head coach a month from now, would 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 you put the mortgage on that? No, 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 no. I, no I'm watching I the situation. Either. I might pass up the honor, but not the mortgage. No, I wouldn't either. I. I, I think there's a chance that he could become head coach, but I'm not sure. And, and, and Jake, now, you said, well, so what if Mickey wins three out of the next four games? Yeah. I tell you what, I think our chances are better of losing the next four games than winning three out of four. I agree. I, I, I just don't know how we're going to come back. Case, Casey Thompson's hurt. Um, who knows? How how healthy he'll be Saturday, and you know even even if Casey's healthy, Steve Jake, he's still he's still throwing two interceptions every game, and we can't against these teams coming up these next four teams, you know we can't we can't survive with the two turnovers, let alone one in these next four games. Um, I yeah, it's just it's just gonna be tough, you know. I uh, you got Wisconsin after Michigan and. Uh, you know, like uh, Whipple's offense, at times it's good, you know, at times. But it's like you guys were talking yesterday and Sam McEwen was talking in his article Monday. We're a finesse ball team again. We're, we're not a brute force ball team. In this conference, I would think we have to be 80% brute force and, and brute force and then about 20, 25% finesse. But like you said, Steve, yesterday, Ohio State can get away with going both ways because they've got the players mm-hmm. that can do that, mm-hmm. a receiver and it, and it uh, running back mm-hmm. and the lines to do it. But, uh, guys, and I don't know. It's going to be an interesting next month, but uh, I'm going to show up Saturday morning. I sounds like the weather's not going to be quite as good as no. it was last Saturday. Really? But uh, we'll see what Minnesota brings. They bring a tough running back and – 
uh, uh, I even like the backup running back Potts. I think he's good too. And Taylor so we'll, we'll have our hands full. But Steve Jake, great show. And uh, thank you. Here we go into another nuclear winner. It looks like so. Oh, yeah. I'm, hey guys, I'm going to hang up and listen. Thank you. Nuclear Ch- winner uh, changes at Nebraska. Oh, not not not. That's not what that was not a weather reference. That was oh. a nuclear winter in terms of big changes. It could be nuclear even bigger with basketball too. I got a question. And I could have asked Chris. Um, thank you, Chris, for the call. Chris always says something that sort of makes me think. Um, those people he talks to in the stadium that are losing patience, what does that mean? I mean, I know what losing patience means, but what's what's the ramifications of Nebraska fans losing patience? Are they going to not follow the team anymore? I don't I, believe I, that. I don't know about that. It's it's. <clears throat> what is it then? Are you okay? You you're, you're you lost patience now. What? Do you show up to games as often? Do you show up? To, do you show up to the games that aren't aren't big time? Okay. Or if if, if they're big time, do you sell your ticket because you don't want to see a blowout? Yeah, happen? that's good. That's a good response. Thank that's, you. That's that's fair. I mean, yeah, it is fair. I fight the same problems myself. Yeah, you do with basketball. Yes. I, you I made you checked very, out. Made it very clear yesterday yeah. that you know I I want to be invest. My heart wants to be invested in that program and go to all the games. But I just I got to see the effort there. I mm-hmm. got to see my time rewarded with the team that's trying at least. I mean I think they're trying, but an effort that is actually now what are you saying for basketball for anything like I've seen effort. Okay, let me take you back. For example, let me I'll take you back to Doc Sadler. First, yep. When he was the head coach, that team did not win a ton of games. They were okay. They, I think they had a winning record most years, most oh. seasons. Mm-hmm. But they were obviously not the most talented team. You right. could tell there oh, was yeah, deficiencies. They're little. they're little. But, my God, they worked hard. They, okay. they, worked, they worked their asses off. Okay. They played good defense. They did what they had to do okay. to stay in ball games. Yeah. yeah. And I just haven't seen that a lot for, from Nebraska. That's all I wanted, to hear. I wanted to hear that. That's like, a good I, explanation. I appreciate yeah. the effort they, they put in. I could tell they were working hard. Yeah. They were trying. Yeah. I can't always see that, say the same for Fred Hoiberg's team. I got you. And that bothers no, me. No, you did see. I mean, you saw some players loaf on de- defense a lot last year with Fred. You did. Certain players. that, And you know, I don't have to name them. You know who they are. Um, yeah, you didn't see that a lot of that with Doc. But I would say Mickey's team is playing. I mean, I talked to Colton Feist yesterday, and I said, hey, how interested you are in a bowl game? And he's, his response was like, oh, my God, we're interested. We want to play in a bowl bad. See, They're yeah. still engaged. What? No, that's that's a good point because I go back to last year for Nebraska football. I mean, they went three and nine, but they were in every game. They were engaged. It was a weird place to be. Yeah, I, the, the 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 bad narrative that's out there that you hear in the media a lot is, yeah, Mickey's Mickey's teams are are not caving like Frost did. What? Like Frost teams didn't cave. They didn't cave. No. No, that's just a that's just, just a lazy win. ass narrative. That's not yeah, that's not true. They just couldn't win. Right. They didn't cave. They just could not get over the hump ever. Right. That's just not thinking. Now, this team though is still fighting. It is. There's no doubt in my mind. There's no doubt in my mind. The defense the defense fought. Fought. D- the defense played pretty well against Illinois, Jake. Yeah, they did. It played pretty well. It rallied to the ball the whole game. That guy Brown didn't get loose for two hundred. Yeah, one fifty nine. That's a that's a winning that's, number for that's Nebraska. Manageable. Yep. He didn't get loose because Nebraska had multiple guys at the ball consistently. 
They played pretty well defensively. They, they're pretty proud of the way they played defensively over there, and they should be. Now, there's another name. Isn't there another name that, that you could drop on this fan base and it would be 80%? Oh, yeah, let's do this. Isn't there one more? Who's that? Brett Bielema. Uh, yeah. Isn't, I think Bielema's got the kind of cachet right now with his team sitting at 8-1. and 7-1. and 7-1. With his team sitting at 7-1. and one. That if 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 it if it came down to that, that if on and we're driving back from the Black Friday game and some national reporter says Billima to Nebraska is what it looks like, don't you think the fans would be enormously excited? Maybe I even would be. maybe even more excited than Urban Meyer. Mm, I don't know about that. Okay, but excited and deservedly so, seeing what he's doing it. Illinois well, and what he has done at Wisconsin. And what we know about Nebraska and the style that now I think people understand is important. Bielema plays that style. I think Nebraska fans now will be out on, oh, if they named a guy that came in and said, you know what, we're going to be multiple um, uh, 50-50 team. You know, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna throw it. We're going to throw it. I don't know if we, we, we want to hear that. I, you want to throw the football. You can't just, just run it every play. But no. Multiple is a word that's getting very. It's almost becoming annoying. a dirty yeah, word. It here. is. Yeah. Multiple. Great. Yeah. Here comes another four day season. Multiple. Yeah. Everything's Hello. great. What about Paul Christ? Would he no. do anything for him? No. He's got fired. <laughs> I don't want Paul. His name's coming up at Arizona State. Well, take him. I don't want him. Here. <laughs> okay, then. Sean Callahan is next on Early Break on the Ticket. I switched to Boost Mobile and got a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Want to know the best part? Uh, it was free? Nope. The fact that it's on America's largest 5G networks? Nope. It's the ding. Oh, yeah. Love the ding. Right? It's all about the ding. It's the dingarooski, the dingarona, the ring-a-ding-ding. Unleash your power to save with Boost. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone when you switch. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. And the ding. Limited time offer. New customers only. Available on select networks. 5G not available everywhere. One device per line. Tax excluded. Additional restrictions apply. See your local Boost Mobile store for details.